I just felt in my spirit to come on here and just begin to pray against excuses. We have so many excuses to remain the same. We have so many excuses to remain angry, to remain bitter. We have so many excuses of why we can't lose the weight, why we won't stop doing something that we know God has touched our heart and convicted us many ways that we need to start doing. And I'm coming on here and I'm mentioning this because I struggle too. Today I got on the scale and I couldn't believe what I saw. But I also could believe what I saw because I've been making excuses. I make excuses every time we go out to eat that, oh, it's just this or, oh, it's just that, or this is why I work out. But the reality is, is that it's an excuse. And one of my friends that I follow on social media says this all the time. I can if I stop saying that I can't. And so I just felt compelled as I was preparing to uh, fix dinner for my pups. This is real life. I'm in my prayer closet with you guys. Many times I come up with my best. um, um, I hear God clearly while I'm working out and then thereafter. And so I just wanted to come on here because I felt the need to tell you and to tell myself that it's time out for excuses. I know that it's hard. Whatever your it is, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to forgive someone and they have hurt you deeply. And not only have they hurt you deeply, but it may be ongoing. I know that it's hard for you to forgive your spouse when you keep telling him or her what's hurting you and they continue to do it. I know that it's hard to say, I can lose this weight. I can do this thing. I can go to therapy. Whatever your it is, I know that it's hard because it's uncomfortable. And when we try to venture out and do something different, many times we have not dealt with the source of why it's there anyway. And many times what I've come to find out for myself is that I am discontent. There is something that is in me that is causing me to emotionally eat. There is something that is within me that is causing me to make excuses because I've gotten comfortable with where I am. Because changing will hurt. Changing will require for me to tell myself no. And sometimes telling ourselves no is the hardest thing to do. And so today's prayer is dedicated to no excuses. There are no excuses. God has given us life. He's given us life abundantly. That means he's given us the Holy Spirit. He has imputed himself, his Holy Spirit within our hearts. And so he has enabled us to overcome these things that have us bound. He has given us the keys to the kingdom. And that is self-control. That is love. That is humility. That is endurance. That is discipline. Paul says in his epistles, he disciplines his body so that he does not fall into temptation because he's going out and presenting one thing and he doesn't want to fall when he's not out and he's all alone and he's doing his life on his own and having to make decisions that no one knows about and no one sees. And so, God, we come to you today and we ask for you to deal with us And deal with whatever it is that's causing us to make excuses. Because here is the reality of it. Is that it's hurting us. (laughs) Holding on to the forgiveness is hurting us. Holding on to the excuses 
are hurting us. It's hurting our productivity. It's hurting our sleep. It's hurting our attitude. It's hurting us us reaching our destiny. It's hurting us having a fruitful marriage, a fruitful family, lasting relationships, whatever it is. The excuses are hindering us from being who you created us to be. And we know that when you looked at us, you said it was good. We know that you refer to us as your friend, as beloved. We are the apple of your eye. And so when we make excuses, what we really say to you is, is God, I don't believe who you say I am. I don't have the willpower, the strength, God, to be who you've called me to be. But we declare and we decree this day that we are your workmanship. That we have been fearfully and wonderfully made and we were made on purpose, with a purpose. We declare that the hairs on our head are numbered because we matter to you. We know that you call us beloved and we know, God, that you're on our side. We know that you're fighting our battles. We know that you see far more than we could ever see. You understand far more than what we will ever be able to understand. And so we can come to you and we can cry out to you and we can confess our pain. We can confess our insecurities. We can confess our fears. We can go to that dark place with you and be received in love, be received in humility, be received in hope. And you'll be a comfort to us. And your word declares that you comfort us so that we may be a comfort to someone else. But if we keep making excuses, if we keep saying that we can't, then we never will. And so, God, I pray that you give us the courage to do the thing that we know we ought to be doing every day, day in and day out. Because the reality is, is that time is going to pass anyway. We may as well be doing something that brings us joy and makes you proud. And so, God, I pray that you give us the courage to step out on faith, to give us the courage, God, to be fearless, that we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to have all the answers. So what if we fall? We can get back up. The Bible says a righteous person falls seven times. He stumbles, but he gets back up. And so, God, I pray that you give us endurance. That even though we may have a bad day, it doesn't mean we have a bad life. We may have a bad marriage, but it doesn't a a bad moment in our marriage, but it doesn't mean that we have a bad marriage. We may have a bad season of parenting, but it doesn't mean that we have been a bad parent because we can always start again. You're not the God of a second chance. You're God of every chance. You never run out of chances because you never run out of grace. And so God, we thank you for being so patient with us. We thank you for being so gracious to us. We thank you for being so loving to us. We thank you, God, for inclining your ear to the prayers, to the moans, to our complaining, to our mumbling and grumbling, and you still receive us with love and compassion and truth. So come against these excuses because it hurts. The excuses are hurting us. And this world does break our hearts. This world does disappoint us. But you told us in your word that we are are to be encouraged because you have overcome this world. You've overcome greed. You've overcome selfishness. You've overcome excuses. You've overcome mental illness. You've overcome sadness. You've overcome hopeless. And we don't serve a God who doesn't understand our pain, our disappointments, and our brokenness and our sorrow. For we were on on your mind when they pushed those thorns in your head. 
And so Keisha was on his mind. Sarah was on his mind. Kevin was on his mind. Michael was on his mind. Candace was on his mind. Morgan was on his mind. Kale was on his mind. Aisha was on his mind. Lakeisha was on his mind. Malcolm, Jamal, everybody was on his mind. And so God, I pray that you would give us the courage to remember how important we are to you. That we would not let the brokenness of this world break us. But God, I pray that with every blow the enemy brings, we get stronger, stronger in our faith, stronger in our prayer life, that we commit more to loving, commit more to forgiving, commit more to meditating in your word because we can't do it without your word. A nice quote is fine. A conference is great, but we have to be eating on your word daily. For the Bible declares that man cannot live on bread alone, but we can live on the word because it sustains us. It's a living water. It is the bread of life. It feeds us. It nourishes us. It renews us. So God, do it again for us. Feed our souls. Renew our mind. Break open the box that we've been holding all of our secrets from you. And show us, God, that it's in the breaking where the healing begins. It's in the surrendering where the healing begins. It's in the confession of what we've been thinking, what we've been doing, how we've been acting when the healing begins. It's not watching another sermon. It's not praying another prayer. It is confession. Because the healing starts with a breaking begins because you declare in your word that you desire a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Why? Because when we're broken, we look up. When we're broken, we call out to you. When we're broken, you can come in. When we're broken, we hear better. We see you better. We move quickly when we're broken. And so, God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I lift you up, God. We will not be afraid. We will not cower down. We will not be intimidated. We will remind ourselves that it's time to get busy. It's time to be about our father's business. That time is going to pass anyway. And so we may as well be productive. We may as well conquer this giant so that we can get on with the next giant so that we can grow stronger because we know we learn obedience through the things that we suffer. And we know that character is shaped in the crucible of life and that character develops perseverance and perseverance hope. And we know that hope does not disappoint because our hope is Jesus Christ. He is our sustainer. He is our way maker. He is the one who keeps us stable, who holds us together. He is the one who hedges a protection around us and keeps us from the enemy. And so I thank you now, God, for everything that you're doing. I thank you that you've kept us thus far. I thank you for what you've protected us from. I thank you, God, that we didn't take our life, that we didn't walk out of the marriage, that we didn't quit the job, that we didn't harm ourselves, God, but that we have been empowered and encouraged through the Holy Spirit to get back up and make no excuses. No excuses, no excuses. Even if we have to say it while we work out, no excuses. Even if it hurts and we have to cry while we're working out because I've been there too. It hurts so bad and you're so mad at yourself because you let yourself get here again. But my God is merciful and he'll help you. He helps us every day. The Bible says that he's an ever-present help. 
And so let our faith put us to, into action. Let our faith put us into action because faith without works is dead. We can have faith and it'll move mountains, but we got to get to work. And so, God, I pray no excuses. If we haven't been praying, let us start praying, even if it's just five minutes a day. If we haven't read your word, let us start with the Proverbs on our lunch break. Five minutes today because you're worth it, God. Our hope is in you. Our refuge is in you. Our peace is in you. Our comfort is in you. Our strength is in you. Our revival is in you. Our restoration is in you. Our healing is in you. Our deliverance is in you, God. And we know that the prayers of the righteous are very powerful. They are something to be reckoned with. And so, God, we say, have your way. Have your way, Father. Speak to us. Move. And give us no excuses. Because we know you're with us. And I've heard someone say, and I love it, when God is with you, you have the majority. You and God are the majority. So if God is for you, who can be against you? If the creator of heaven and earth is for you, who can be against you? If the one who placed the stars in the sky and named them one by one and told the clouds where to go and tell the sea where to stop and the oceans how deep to go, then how much more does he care for us? He loves us and he's never embarrassed about our tears. He's never embarrassed about our pain and our struggles. But we have to trust him with it. We have to give it to him and put it in his capable hands over and over and over again. Because he's able and because he loves you, sis. Whoever you are listening, he loves you. I know it may not feel like it sometimes because life hurts and you were treated unfairly and what they did, what they said was absolutely wrong, but he loves you. And if you can trust him enough, he'll carry your pain and he'll give you beauty for ashes. So we pray this prayer. We call out to God. We cry out to God. It has to be there, there, there doesn't have to be a specific formula. All God wants us to do is come to him. And if you don't know what to say, tell him that. And I promise you, he'll begin to speak. He'll begin to move. You just respond and be obedient. And remember that God loves you. And I love you. And that I'm rooting for you. Thank you for listening. And remember, no excuses. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.